Just two remain in the GOP presidential race as the primary heads to New Hampshire. And a former Cincinnati City Councilman sees his prison sentence now delayed. Two Bengals fan favorites are coming together to do good in the community. Five on five in five. It is Monday, January 22nd, 2024. First up, where's January going? It's hard to believe it's the 22nd already. We just did the new year like 20 minutes ago. That is true. And I just got here not even a week ago. And it feels like you've been here for months. But it really, well, I. Because you assimilate so back, so quickly back into it. Muscle memory, you know. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) It's muscle memory. Love that. All right. I hope everybody had a great weekend. I hope you enjoyed the snow while we had it because it's going to be heading out today. So, quick update on your weather forecast from meteorologist Randy Rico. The thaw starts today. Hooray, as she says. But a heads up, we do have some things happening overnight into tomorrow morning. We have a potential for some freezing rain, so something to be on the lookout for as you're getting up, as you're getting the kids ready for school, as you're about to head to work. This will impact roads, definitely bridges and raised overpasses, and they're going to be slick. So what Randy was saying is we are having this rain come through, but as night falls, we're going to see our temperatures dip, and they are going to hover around freezing. So what is the rain going to do? Wash away all the salt on the roads. They're probably not going to be able to treat to do much of anything because it'll be washed away. So we have some chances for some freezing situations tomorrow morning. The National Weather Service has put out a winter weather advisory that will go into effect tonight at 8 o'clock, and we will see if they do extend that or how long that will go into tomorrow morning. But after tomorrow, we're going to get warmer and wetter as the week goes on. We could see highs into the 50s, maybe even touching 60 later on in the week. But, of course, rain comes along with that. The commute tomorrow might be a little interesting for some. Um, and as of now, the National Weather Service has uh, has that advisory for noon on Tuesday tomorrow. But, of course, that could be rescinded earlier or be uh, extended into later in the day. Yeah, and I feel like when you just think about kids, anybody in your life that may be commuting tomorrow morning, just just think about the fact that there very likely could be a delay because... When those temperatures hover around 32, when you're on those overpasses and you don't even realize you're on overpasses sometimes, things can get really slippery and things can get really dangerous. Absolutely. So keep it locked to us. Randy will be on your forecast. We'll be out on the roads tomorrow letting you know what is happening in real time so you can plan ahead. All right, let's get to our headlines and we have some big ones happening. Fletcher, story number one. Yes, story number one. Breaking news yesterday and is still kind of the talk of the nation, especially in the political uh, world this morning. There are now two. The Republican primary race is down to two candidates. Former President Donald Trump, former UN Ambassador Nikki Haley, after Florida Governor Ron DeSantis dropped out of the race yesterday afternoon. Yeah, I think it came as kind of a surprise to a lot of folks after DeSantis finished second in Iowa and really had a lot of enthusiasm saying he's ready to go to New Hampshire and on to South Carolina. He said we punched our ticket out. His words, his words. So DeSantis has dropped out before a single vote was cast in New Hampshire uh, and he he was expected to finish a distant third polling at about 6% there. Last week he came in second uh, in Iowa to Trump by about 30 points. In his announcement ending his campaign, he Immediately gave his endorsement to former President Trump, comparing and contrasting the former president and U.N. ambassador as the future of the party and the past of the party. So according to a poll from our NBC affiliate in Boston, President Trump or former President Trump holds a 19 percent polling lead over Haley ahead of Tuesday's New Hampshire primary. So it remains to be seen what will actually happen when voters go to the poll, knowing DeSantis is not running anymore. And it's just Haley versus Trump. And away we go. 
And away we go. That's right. One step closer to uh, officially knowing what the 2024 presidential race is going to look like. Our second story this morning, much closer to home, a former Cincinnati City Councilman has had his self-report date to federal prison get delayed by about a month. Yeah, and, and you know, this actually just came in within the last hour or so, so this is definitely as updated as we've we've got for you this morning. Jeff Pastor pled guilty back in June to honest wire fraud, admitting to taking $15,000 to be in favor of a real estate development project. Pastor said it happened during a 2018 trip to Miami while he was a council member and he was expected to report today. But here's where things change. A judge ended up delaying his report date to 2 p.m. on February 16th. So with Pastor's reporting to prison does mark the end of a public corruption scandal that sent two other members to federal prison. You may remember P.G. Sittenfeld and Tamaya Denard. After Pastor serves his sentence in Ashland, Kentucky, he will be subjected to three years of supervised release as well. Yeah, Tamaya Denard's already served her sentence. P.G. Sittenfeld is in Ashland currently. so they Just will, within the last two weeks. Yes, yes, very recently. So they will be there together at some point. And uh, not sure if we're going to get an explanation or anything else on that delay. But if we do, of course, we'll have it for you on air and online. Our third story this morning, the man accused of murdering a Westwood woman and driving her body across state lines is expected in court today. Yes, this was a wild story. You may remember the name Lance Miller. He's charged with kidnapping Caitlin Lynch from her Westwood home and then killing her. All of this happening back in August. Well, Miller is in inspected in court today for a uh, trial setting. Now, police captured Miller 300 miles away from Cincinnati in Wilson County, Tennessee. He was trying to speed away at speeds of more than 135 miles per hour when police caught him, dragged him out of the car. That's when they found Lynch's body in the passenger seat of that vehicle. So a, a very wild situation. Now, the convicted Miller does face life in prison. So we will be there and we'll keep you updated on what happens. Our fourth story this morning, an Indiana state trooper is in serious condition after being hit by a drunk driver while assisting a motorist on the side of the road. Yeah, and police say that Azariah Keith, 22 years old, was on the side of the highway helping someone change a flat tire. Officials then say a second officer blocked the lane to give Keith space, but it didn't stop a car from hitting him as he was putting tire changing equipment back in his car. That man, now been charged with DUI, Fellow troopers say they are grateful that Keith did make it out of that alive. ISP even saying that Keith did sustain some serious injuries, but is considered stable, thank goodness. You always hear about something like this, and you're wondering and thankful that more people weren't involved with that, with how close shoulders can be, and mm. you're changing the tire. I know times I've had help tire, I'm right behind whoever oh, it is so helping scary. and tailing so him. Yeah. Uh, Sounds like an obviously an awful situation, but sounds like Keith is doing as well as you can hope uh, after something like this happening. And finally, to get us out of here on our Monday morning, continuing to do good in the community. And that's how Cincinnati Bengals center Ted Karras is spending the first two weeks of his offseason. Karras is teaming up with Bengals legend Ken Anderson through their foundations to create a residential community for adults with disabilities right here in Cincinnati. Anderson saying that he knew of Karras' project in Indianapolis, which is what the Cincy Hat Project helps uh, uh, helps to fund and helps support and Anderson said that he wanted to work with him on something similar here in the Queen City so how did you get in touch with him T uh, put a note to a can of beer or a case of beer rather in his locker and the conversations began from there Kara said yeah Kara said this was the first time a case of beer has shown up in his locker it's happened a couple times before so then that, that's how you get Karis's attention uh, six apparently back, yes then that's you right. get a call back maybe maybe, maybe no, a few noted, more noted noted <laughs> uh, Karis of course is this year's Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee for the Bengals and remember earlier this month he won the fan vote charity challenge uh, did not 
that did not make him the official Man of the Year winner. That was a little confusing when that came in. Uh, trying to get everything correct on that. The NFL will name their NFL Man of the Year at the NFL Honors Awards next month, the week before, the week of the Super Bowl and the days leading up to the Super Bowl. Um, but what a cool, not just cool initiative by those two, but just cool to see those two coming together as they kind of uh, kind of work in the same spaces and try and bring awareness to the same cause. So we'll continue to see what uh, comes out of those two guys. Absolutely. All right, that's five on five in five. That's Fletcher, Megan, Stephen. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. See ya.